Hi there, everyone. I have to start out with apologizing for the bad sound quality in this episode. It's all on me, CC. I goofed. I forgot the recording equipment at home on the only day me and Rasmus had a chance to record a podcast together. So this episode is recorded on his phone. We've done what we could with the sound, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Anyhow, this episode is all about Lambic. Unblended, blended, with and without fruit. Hope you enjoy it. We got the background sound. <laughs> I did a goof. CC goof today. And, uh, I normally do. Apparently forgot the recording equipment, but luck- luckily... Technology is so advanced now, so we can use the phone. <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome back to Beer Bubbles, the number one bubbles podcast in the world, we think, and we know, and... Oh, it is the bubbles. Oh, well, uh, what are you drinking? First, uh, I'm drinking a straight lager. I didn't want to ruin my taste buds before this, because this is a special one. Yeah. What are you drinking? That's I'm drinking Hia de Mora Lager, Hia de Mora Pilsner, ah. sorry. From Oppegård. Uh, Oppegård, yeah. They oh, actually stopped making the Hedemora uh, lager. Um, yeah, so it's the Hedemora Pilsner. Well, the Pilsner is good as well. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking the Fleshed from Temple Briggers. Yeah. Their ESP, which is fucking well it's made. The Flesh. The Flesh. Which is, I think it's a band. Yeah, well, it was really good. I tried it yesterday. Really nice. Uh, Today's episode is going to be all about this. I'm just going to make this clear. For those of you that don't don't want us to speak about Akurat, this podcast isn't for you because <laughs> we work at Akurat and Akurat is one of our sponsors and we're here daily, basically. And and the reason we work here is kind of because we love this place. Yeah, and we, we love beer. We're not going to talk, stop talking about Akurat ever just because... You think it's too advertise or anything? Because nah. Well, we actually fucking work here, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but today we're going to talk about Lamex. Yes, uh, and all of its surrounding areas. The, the funny thing is that neither you or I, or I had really that much knowledge of Lamex or Gus or all that stuff before we started working here. Oh, no, I got thrown in the deep end. Yeah, why don't... Have you told this story in the podcast I don't before? think so. Uh, we should start off with that story because that story is quite fun <laughs> and it's mental. Yeah, I, I started working here in September 2021. 21, yeah. Yeah. First of September. And the, on my first day, Christian, the then bar manager, came to me and said, Oh, by the way, on the 12th, you have a tasting. And I'm like, Yeah, I've had, I've held millions of tastings. Yeah. And he said, well, this is a bit special because it's people flying in from all over the world to drink Lambics. And I'm like, okay, that is, it's not a black hole in my knowledge, but it's what I knew least about, at least. And they had pre-booked beers for 56,000 Swedish kroners, which is about $5,500. Yeah. And then when they arrived, they got lunch. It was a Sunday. They got a Helsinger Dunkel, really nice dark beer with their Vöpponion. From Helsinger Umbrugri? Yep. Peter and Ingeborg. Great. You're awesome. Yes. And then we went down here and we looked through some of the rarities we have. So we went down here, we picked out a few rarities, 
the beer tab ran up to 80,000 Swedish kronos, which is about $8,000. Mm-hmm. And um, they probably knew more about Lembics than I did, but I got to taste everything. I poured them perfectly all day through. They were here from, say, 1 o'clock in the afternoon till 11 o'clock at night and just had a hell of a time. And that that was... Um, Kind of my introduction into Akrabs. <laughs> I was thrown in the deep end, as we say. It's, it's much better than my introduction because my first time serving uh, vintage lambic, I did uh, the Cam 2002. So I guess I guess that was kind of lively. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't bring a towel, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up spraying the guests mm. and myself. Mm. And the only thing I could say was, "Well, there's worse ways to get showered." <laughs> <laughs> and they laughed mm. and they agreed. Did but, you yeah. bring a towel today? No, I didn't, but I brought napkins. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to go upstairs again. But we, we'll, let's start off with the first one. Uh, it is from Fontaine. Yeah, and this, uh, what vintage is that? Uh, it is 2006. So it's a, it, uh, this is a Lambic. And Lambic is... Oud Lambic. It's oh. an old Lambic, and old in Flemish means old. But in this circumstance, it's, it's basically traditional. Mm. So traditional means it's it's sour basically, it's it's fermented out for thoroughly. And for you guys who don't know what a lambic is, it's a spontaneously fermented beer that is actually you don't add any yeast. It ferments from the uh, yeasts and bacteria that are in its environment. And the main it, one is Brettanomyces. Brettanomyces is the main yeast. Uh, it is um, extremely aggressive. It eats sugars that normal beer yeast doesn't eat. Mm. And that is why the beer becomes sour, because it eats all the sugars in, in the beer, yeah. in the wort. But it takes time. Yeah, and, One to uh, three years, you'd say? Yeah, one to three years, to at least a year to make yeah. a Lambic. This is a young Lambic, so it's not a mix of different vintages, but it's not young. It's yeah. from, we've matured it since 2006. Uh, and this is what this place is all about, basically. Akrat has one of the best, if not the best, Lambic uh, selection in the world. I would say so. Uh, and, and since we are an educational podcast, I just want to sneak something in here. Sure. The reason I'm holding my finger on top of the cork, when it comes to bottles, it's a champagne, cremant, whatever it is, or Lambic, never ever take off the cage without holding the cork. Because the pressure is so big, it's on bottles, so it can release. And if you get this one in your head from a close range, you could die. You could die, and that's not a joke. You could actually die from doing that. So and, and the be reason, careful. And the reason the pressure is so high in some of these bottles is because there's still live yeast in the bottle. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna move these <laughs> a little bit. And some corks sit tighter than somebody else, but always screw them off as well. Don't fucking just pull it. Mm. <laughs> That will, but in the end, pull it because otherwise you might get a yeah. shot of beer backwards. Ah, sure. That wasn't too Didn't too light. Right? <laughs> so pour some. Yeah, we have two glasses here. Nice. Yeah. And you don't want the re- uh, residue yeast because that's been in this bowl. It's been lying there since two thousand and six. So you want to drink the beer as clear as possible, and that's why we serve it in uh, one of these little baskets. Because it's lying down mm. all the time. You don't flip it up and mix around the yeast yeah. so it actually comes <clears throat> up into the beer. But also, 
when it ages, doesn't like proteins mm -hmm. and like from the everything fall down as well. So it's not just re yeast residue. You also have proteins and stuff mm -hmm. like that in the bottle. Uh, you want to drink it as bottle. clear as possible. Yeah. Uh, some people love the yeast residue as well. Good for them. I prefer to drink it as clean as possible and then maybe try yeah. the yeast residue at the end. Try it. It's always fun, but, but mm. you never mix it from the start. But if, if you have a bad stomach for a few days, you know, it's good to get yeah. the system going. Uh, cheers. And this is actually the first time I'm drinking the... Oh, really? I had mm. this one before and I really enjoyed it last time. And it's a Drifontainen mm. and it's called... Dugel. Dugel. Lambic Dugel. Also worth mentioning. Wood Lambic. I don't know if this is like 100% true. I've heard different people saying different things, but... Mostly it's without carbon oxide, right? Even well, though it's when it's old. Now this is old, so probably it's because it's very, very old. It's without, but it has lesser usually than than uh, than when you have the other styles. Or yes, it's not the truth, but well, it's 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 still yeast that is fermenting in here. Uh, you saw how tight this cork was. Yeah, no oxygen has come in, so it hasn't fermented that much. But it's actually you can feel it's aged. No, yeah, definitely. It does have like an. Not an oxidization per se, but it's it's quite a big flavor. It's not just sourness. It's a bit like apple cider vinegar that is matured for a yeah. while. Like and it almost also gets this kind of almost oily kind of mm -hmm. feeling around the mouth. Basically, it's been when you boil a a, a sauce or a stew mm -hmm. and you boil it down a little bit and you get some more reduce it, yeah. reduce it, you get more intense flavors. Mm -hmm. That's we can feel here. It's like uh, I can feel like for a young one would probably be more all over the place and yeah. like with the with the bubbles yeah. and, and more the sticky. Acidity. The sticky, yeah, yeah. More, sticky. more more of a cactus. <laughs> That's my yeah, 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 There we are. <laughs> but this is really enjoyable. And, oh, it's uh, really nice. We have a, a, a couple, like a dozen or more bottles left here. Mm -hmm. like this, it's really nice. I think I had this the first time when I started working here. And Christian told me to have a bottle of this one. Okay. That's, yeah. I think this is like the first vintage Lambic I tried. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you can tell these guys about the January 2016 that I'm holding in my hand. So this is Tilcan Quetche, which is plums, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, plums. So it's a plum Lambic. And Tilcan is, have been always one of my favorite producers of Lambics overall. Uh, they're, they're, just is doesn't amazing. look especially clear it looks kind of foggy anyhow it's a fruit lambic fruit lambics tend to not age as long no. as girls or straight lambics so uh, about because 10, 10 years fruit, the fruit before. actually breaks down and becomes not so nice <laughs> so up to, I, I normally say straight lambic 10 to 15 years Fruit Lambic, 5 to 10, mm. then they're at their prime. And what we're going to have later on, that can age for about 30 years. Yeah. And it still just becomes better, more complex and more stuff. Um, I'm really excited about this one because I've only had big balls of this one before. I've, I've never had a small. I, I have never had vintage of this one. I have, oh! I've had it on tap and mm. I've had it on, like, you know, the, the fresher one. But not How about a few? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've had a few, uh, but, not, but not vintage. So cheers, cheers. Mm. 
Oh, immediately feel more funk, more mm. like because uh, the Brettanomyces and the bacteria, when when it ferments, it actually produces kind of weird aromas, some esters and and, and people usually say horse sweat, foot sweat. There's <laughs> a lot of weird explanations for what the smell is, but it pissed in pissed in horse stable. I've heard pissed in horse stable. That's a good one. Jeez. Jeez. Mm. Oh, that is nice. And you always, you also feel that kind of a puree fruit yeah. as well. The fruit is still really prominent and really yeah. there. Yeah. The acidity is really nice. It's really, really nice. I think this is what mm. Anders is aiming for when he does the Mirabel or the company. Yeah. One Definitely. of our absolutely best friends. Uh, in the brewing world, these guys do a fantastic Mirabelle plum mm. uh, sour, and I think this is what he's aiming for. I'm so happy they made it again, and they got they were able to make it again. And we have a few bottles <coughs> left. We have a keg left, I think, as well. Yeah, and we've got three kegs that are waiting is waiting yeah, for us at uh, suppliers. Kegs, yeah, no, that 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 mm. one is delicious. But Anders is what we call a yeast nerd. <laughs> He's a yeast geek. <laughs> I know. I, I asked him one night. I texted him and like, hey, man, I want to read about yeast. I want to learn more. Do you have any tips, like recommendations for a book mm -hmm. or anything? He just sent me a link for milkthefunk.com. It's basically Wikipedia, but for yeast. <laughs> I ended up sitting in a bar for five, five hours reading about yeast. I read about Brettanomyces and it never ended. <laughs> and like in every other sentence, it was like a subgenre I could read more about. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the bartender comes up to me and asks, what are you reading? And I told him, I'm reading about the Brettanomyces yeast, you know, so I can learn more about lambics. Oh, okay. And he just left. <laughs> <laughs> so the bartender didn't want to be part of that conversation. But it, that's a big world yeast. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not ever going to claim that I know anything about it because it's it's too much to know anything about it. Like, yeah. I know enough to, like, know what's happening in the beer, but, I mean, yeah, it's, and, it's and you know, there, there's actually doctorates. Yeah, in yeast. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a big thing, and I'm happy we have these guys in the brewing world that yeah, that are nerdy, nerdy enough Nerd, to, to yeah. do it well because it's it's a big world. Mm. It's a big big world, and without them, we wouldn't have this. What do you think of it? It's delicious. Mm. I love this. You actually, I, I want to break off before we go here. Uh, I want you to tell me because you've been to one of the big beer cities. On vacation, you just came back from vacation. I did. Uh, mm. I was in Edinburgh, in Scotland. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, had a had a wonderful time. It's. A, I, I'm not going to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nearly drunk enough to do that. Uh, yeah, it was good, great time. And I mostly I went after the Cosmark app. So Cosmark, Cosmark. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> it! It reads it, it, it spells Cosmarky Marky. Okay, because it's, it's, it's pronounced Cosmark. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I went through that app and looked for the because I love clean tap lines, mm -hmm. and I that's one thing that gets me pissed off all the time. Is we've had a podcast about this. <laughs> I know. I, I keep telling it because I think Sweden is the worst country in the world when it comes to. Uh, no, it's, it's not worst. true. But but, um, but I we need to get better. But uh, that's the thing. Not one dirty beer. Mm. 
And you know why? We, we didn't even go to all the cost smart clubs. Mm. We went into some random pubs, mm. student pubs, even them had clean tap lines, which surprised me a lot. But the, the reason <clears throat> that when we, because we're talking about real ales or, mm. or uh, hand pump proper cast condition beers, it's so much more popular over there. Yeah. <clears throat> so it will actually sell much faster. So it never goes really bad. And you always, when, when you run out of a keg, you run out of water and then put a new one on. So course, it's always... Emotion right, in here's the, the thing. Mm. Even the lager taps were clean. Oh, that's good. I I had at least two to three lagers per day mm. at different pubs. I think about fourteen or fifteen pubs. Not one lager was dirty. That's nice. Oh. It surprised me a lot. We got to go to Edinburgh together. Oh. <laughs> I've just been there. I will yeah. go to Glasgow instead. <clears throat> oh, Glasgow. <laughs> and, and the best thing about the trip, I think, was. I'm not going to mention this in the podcast, but I, I went out to Portobello, so the the beach area there, mm-hmm. for a reason, and uh, it was no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we're not going to tell him what the brewery is, but he had a meeting set up with a brewer. Yeah, and they cancelled twenty five twenty five minutes before the meeting actually was. I was ten minutes away from the brewery, and I went out forty minutes bus trip to get there, and they cancelled on me, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, yeah. bastards. You knew who you you know who you are. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the good thing about that trip is that I got to this pub uh, called the Etri or Erring Etri, I think, by the Portobello Beach, which is not the Jerry. No, Etri, no? something like that. Uh-huh. Right by the Portobello Beach, which is beautiful in the morning. Like mm-hmm. standing there, you know, they have the great, great, great cloudy sky. And you see the straight waterline mm. over the horizon. It's just absolute beautiful. And you had a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> I had a pint of uh, 80 shilling from Stewart Brewing Company, I think. Okay. I'm not going to swear on not that. Not the Caledonian I had, an, I had an 80 shilling. I had waffles and mm. bacon, poached eggs and maple syrup, 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> after. So that was, that was beautiful. I just had... Like an hour for myself sitting there at the pub and, and drinking that. So that that was really lovely. He actually texted me when he was on his way out there, and when he told me he just cancelled, and he was so angry. Yep. But then I spoke to him about an hour later when he had a beer, <laughs> waffles, bacon, maple syrup, poached eggs, and it was like, but life's not that bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, the bus trip was nice as well because like, I got to see. Uh, more of the country mm-hmm. or more of the city, and so it was. It was nice as mm-hmm. well, but but that that part really annoyed me because you you don't do that, and mm-hmm. the, the reason why they cancel mm-hmm. is not. But fuck that. Mm-hmm. Are we it's ready for beautiful city? Because this is. Oh no, it's me. No, it's a fucking. I want it. Oh goddamn it! Hey, I'll this this can be a bit lively, so it's better that I do. <laughs> I never open bottles when I'm working. No, but the thing is, it's better if I get showered in beer than you. Because you like I'm trying it. to be trying to be nice to you. You like it more. Now he did the thing I told you that I can never do. Just never do that. Not hold a finger on top. Yeah. Never do that. <laughs> well, these ones are probably not that bad when it comes out. More more champagne bottles mm-hmm. and. Uh, That's a good yeah. basket. It's really good. Oh, fancy, <laughs> fancy label. This is my one of my absolute favorite breweries when it comes to sour beers. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think it beats the crap out of some of the more known ones. 
Uh, they've been doing it since 1882. It's a brewery called Jada, and this is the Gers Jada from 2014. I actually last week had a 01. How was that? Baseballs. <laughs> but Gers is a bit different from a normal straight lambic. You want to tell them why? Because in a in a Gers you mix different years, so you can mix. Uh, what is it? One, two, three, or a two, three-year-old? Either mixed by two, two mix, two years, or three years. I guess should be three different vintages. Should be, but some are two. Yeah, some are two, but usually three. Mm -hmm. And this is three vintages: twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Yeah, and then it's matured since two thousand and fourteen. And if you look at this, crystal clear. Smell it. Extremely more complex, mm. more like cheesy like rind cheese and um like the rind of a of a briat samara or yeah. or um or um yeah, shimei cheese or something yeah. and i always go to to white wines like really complex <laughs> burgundy wines i always yeah like, the, 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 the smell because he's he's a wine nerd from the beginning yeah i am but the the, the smell reminds me of that a lot i mean mm. not not with the yeast but with, with the flavors that it combines with it's it's really gorgeous. Mm. Um, or, this is the black label, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And the, the the thing is, they normally do black label. Mm. They have a white label. Don't buy it. Okay. Don't. Because they take away the thing about what this is. Mm. The white label is pasteurized. No. So they kill the beer. And that was made only for export to the U.S. from the beginning. Don't pasteurize lambics. No, don't pasteurize any beers. Um, but especially not lambics. Because no. <laughs> they're made to be to age and, and like mature. So the white label, don't touch it. Black label, if you get a hold of it, buy it for fuck's sake. Because this is... And if you can buy it... I haven't even tasted it yet. And I, I know this is going to be mind-blowingly good. And, and if you get a hold of this, like, buy it few bottles and save them. I mean, yeah. you don't have to save it for 20, 30 years because... You know what? Buy a box. Drink one each year. Of 12 bottles yeah. and drink them over 12 years. Yeah. Or buy That's two right. and drink them over 24. <laughs> I mean, I mean, or buy two and drink them over 12 so you can have two every time. Or that. Mm. Or buy four. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. I've been looking forward to this all day, all day. You know, mm. this... We can tell them what time it is. It is it, can't we? It's eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> yeah, because I've been off all day. He's been working all day, and we our schedules are yeah. And since the, the <coughs> podcast fell through Friday, we yeah. had to make an episode for next Friday mm -hmm. because you know we want to keep on schedule. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were like, well, we're so I've been on the sofa all day, and it re it was really hurtful to get up <laughs> and get over here. Yeah. But I've been looking forward to this is actually what and, made sure that I arrived in here today. And also we've been planning on doing a, to do a Lambic episode for a long time. Yes. And we have we postponed it I don't know how many times. So mm. it's Cheers. Cheers. Oh my god. Oh my god. That oh, I got a little goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. That is that is amazing. That is just fucking gorgeous. Mm. Oh, Gerardin, you beautiful bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do some absolutely fantastic beers. Their Greek is really good as well, mm. uh, which is uh, ch uh, cherry lambic. 
But, but if, you, if you look here, this is the reason why we do what we do and why we're good at what we do. Yeah. Because we have vintages that is non-existent anymore, anywhere else. And, and, and oh. Did you stop? I don't know. I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the flavor is still... Well, cheers. The thing is, like, it's still going on in your mouth. So you're like, oh, you're trying to think of something to speak of. But like, oh, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, but it, let me, wait, there's a few big breweries. You have uh, Cantillon, which is yeah, they, top, top of the game. The thing is, uh, Cantillon, Cantillon is the name. That's the ones yeah. who are made the Lambics famous, yeah. basically. And then you have Drifontaine, which is uh, basically the number two. Obviously. Number two, yeah. Say. And Tilcan as well. Tilcan is uh, quite newer, but they they uh, they are visible. Yeah, uh, same with Jordan. Then you have uh, other ones like uh, Lambic Fabric, which we work at with now, yeah. which are really, really good. A really new brewery that we just started to work with is they Den, Den Heerberg. Started, they started doing 2016. Yeah, but Den Heerberg. Den Heerberg, yeah, that's... They are only three years old. They're three years old, that's insane. And they and are... The beers are fantastic. They have a girl called uh, Cuvée de Ville, mm -hmm. yeah. which is... We got it in in a mixed shipment we got from Belgium, and we all f just fell in love with the beer. Yeah, now we got a few boxes of it. Yeah, we actually have their triple on on, oh, on tap right on now. Because right yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't only do sours, they do traditional, like, cloister-style beers as well. And then we have uh, the Cam. The Cam, yeah. It's also a very stable brewery. Like stable, nice, good stuff. Old Berzel, mm -hmm. which is has, in my opinion, always been like the like the B brand. Yeah. The, but now lately they've just started producing some yeah. extremely good lambics and girls. And don't forget about Hansons. Hansons. They're really, I think yeah. they're, they're really nice as well, and they they do a bit. Uh, they do a lot of fruit beers that are mm -hmm. fruit sours that are really nice. They have, we have their cassis in right now, which I, I, I tried a few days ago, or a few weeks ago. It's really nice. But they they do um, like Hansen's and Tilcare are the ones who experiment with fruit the most. Yeah, and they, uh, they're both very good at it. Yeah, but I think they do it differently because I feel that Tilcare uses more of the they save more of the fruits mm -hmm. while Hansen's. Filter it out a little mm. bit and let it become a black like, flavor, but flavor not added, but not mm. yeah. So two different kinds mm. of using the fruits in, but both are delicious. Mm. But I gotta say, finger Mirabel, till cast Mirabel, that's good. It's really good as well. Mm. Very different from Oda's Mirabel, but but it's. Uh, I tried the um, Tilka Riesling, which is mm. the, the Riesling lees on Riesling casks. Mm. Uh, and that was fantastic as well. If you like Riesling wines, yeah, because it is extremely towards the winey, like the the Riesling wine style, on the nose and on the palate. Uh, but uh, we are gonna conclude this podcast. I think so. Yeah. But I've got a question for you. What's a question for me? Because you guys know we always put the last question to oh. <laughs> to the guests. So I'm gonna ask you. Rasmus, you're going to die today. Oh. What Lambic or Gers would you drink as the last beer 
Okay, I'm going to do a two, two part answer for this one. Uh, if I'm going to see my shoes right now, Ooh. I would do the Jordan back then, but it's because this was fucking amazing. Yeah. But if I had the shoes. Then I can choose two as well. Yeah, you, of course. I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm. <laughs> but no, I, honestly, I, I I'll do one, you... one, one fruit and one, one straight thing. Okay. I don't want to be boring. But I'm, I'm, I would actually do the Tilkangas from 2000, oh, what year was it? 2012, I think. Yeah, 2012. The Gus. Yeah, the Gus. That was... Ahead of the Jeronet. I'm choosing this one right now, but like, when I had that, when I had that feeling... But then you're choosing two unfruited ones. No, I'm, I tell you, if, it, if I was on the spot right now, like, yeah, I would yeah. do this part. But when I'm thinking about it, like, the one that gave me the, it was like one of the first guesses I actually tried. Mm -hmm. And it was from 2012, so this was like 2017. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, five years old. And it blew my mind. Like, it was one, mm -hmm. one of my first experiences with a Lambic or a mm -hmm. Gus. So, I, I was like, so I would have that one again, or that experience again, I guess. And fruited one. Oh, that one is difficult. Fruit or grapes? You haven't had that many of those, have you? I have had many, but like the only thing that comes to mind is what a big company's original Mirabel. <laughs> we'll do that then. The, what a big company, the original Mirabel, I would do again. Mm -hmm. Every day of the week. Well, it, it's spontaneous fermented, so it's not from mm -hmm. Belgium, so it's not a Lambic, but it's mm -hmm. the same style. So I would do that one. Mm -hmm. Because I remember when we tried it the first time, mm -hmm. and we both were just... I'm blown away. Yeah, like Definitely. people try to order beers, I'm like shut the fuck up for a few minutes. We need to we need to process this. <laughs> <laughs> so, CC, you're also about to die. I know the first answer, I guess. <laughs> no, it's, it's to me, it's easy. Mm. Uh, it's the Jeremiah 01. 01, okay. Because it is just so complex, so big, so fantastic. And when it comes to fruited or, or with grapes, I've got to say something that I'm sorry you will never ever get to try. And that was from the first tasting I had here, the Drifontaine and Drufenlambic from, I think it was 2004. And they're not supposed to be good that late. But so this, this was actually 18 years old and it was amazing. <laughs> For the guys who did the, uh, had the tasting, it was number two or number three. Okay. Just to get to try the Drufenlambic from from Drifontaine, and that was Ta -da! <laughs> heavenly moments. I also have to uh, like if I will do a Desert Island beer as well. Then yeah, I can drink as many lambics as I want, but I get to choose one. And that it would be Cantillon uh, Rosé de Gamerinos. Yeah, of course it would. Because that is just, <laughs> that's a staple that I could drink every fucking day. I would probably do the two Camera Bells. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, those plum flavors. And then I'm going to pour myself some more. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Um, but I'm going to mention one thing more before we go. Yep. Because we do this podcast a lot and... It's not always easy to get get guests on. No, find guests in good time. So please do write us. What do you want us to talk about? Like, yeah. Is there any subjects you want to hear about? Because 
we, we brainstorm ideas, but we feel like, ah, you know, who, who cares about that? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. or sometimes we feel that it, it's good to know that if somebody wants to actually hear about something. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have to do a 45 an hour episode. We can do a 10 minute episode. Just, if mm -hmm. you want to cover any subject or and talk and about if you have like a local brewery, uh, that you want us to try, send us samples. Yeah, send us samples. We are at Akrat. Yeah. In the middle of Stockholm at Hornsgatan 18. Yeah. So send us samples. We'll try them. If they're not up to scratch, we will not do anything about them. Yeah. But if they're good, they are, we'll yeah. do an episode. Yeah. Uh, we have a few more viewers, viewers, <laughs> brewers we're going to talk to uh, in the future. But I mean, we like to sit down with you and I as well and, and yeah. talk about stuff. I mean, we can do these. It's, it's more fun if you actually tell us what you want to hear about or what you want to learn or, or listen to because it's you, the listener, is. Why we do this? So, check out our Patreon. Patreon, yes, where we do our exclusive, well, films and stuff like that. Well, we and if you want to see our ugly mugs without being a patron, <laughs> you can actually you, you can actually go. <laughs> that was on, not bad. <laughs> you can you can actually go on on um, on our web store and buy a mug. Yeah, you can with our ugly mugs. You can buy a PK shirt. You can buy a hat. You can buy a you can Stein. Buy, Stein, you can buy anything mm. with our ugly mugs on. Mm. Uh, on or mug. just the logo. Uh, or just the logo, if you don't have put, our put ugly mugs. Ugly mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll put the link for that uh, Beer Bubbles Instagram and Facebook and all of that shit. No, we, we, uh, you have to put our web shop up on the Linktree site. I have to, yes. yes. I will do that. Uh, and, well, please, thank you for supporting us. Thank you, Akrat. Where we are, Bishop Arms and Elite, Elite Hotels, hotels. Yeah. because they make sure we have somewhere to stay when we do our out-of-town work. And some place to drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, and you, also, guys, you guys, because without yeah. you, there wouldn't be a Beer Bubbles podcast. And we wouldn't be the bubbliest podcast. We wouldn't be. No? And, and when it comes to Patreon, it's, it's $5 a month. Yeah. 50 crowns. Yeah. So it, it and it helps us a little bit, I guess, <laughs> with well, uh, well, travel if, costs and well, stuff no, like but that. No, but not even travel costs. It, it helps us pay for putting this up online. Yeah, that. Uh, it helps me and Rasmus do sound editing. Me do all the mm. video and and picture editing mm. uh, and stuff like that. So please support us. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but if if yeah. you feel you have the extra money. Please help us out because yeah. we'll we love to do this and we love to do it for you, but we might not be able to do it in, in the end if we don't get any no. support. No, exactly. And then we will try to put out as much fun content as we can on Patreon. Yes. And be those silly bastards that we are. So we end this with a sheer. <laughs> and we say, as we know, uh, we drink first. And we do as we normally do. We turn to the camera and we say, Whatever you do, drink, drink better beer. Well, that's it for now. We'll be back in two weeks with an interview with Fjärnholmarnas Briggeri. Don't forget to check out our Patreon for more material and check out our web shop for cool merchandise. Thanks to Accurate Elite Hotels and Bishop Arms for sponsoring us. And whatever you do, guys, drink better beer. <laughs>